This B-Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B-E. That's IXL.com B-E. Welcome back to today's episode where we jump right into an important topic. This is Big Ideas in Small Windows with your host, Mike Gaskell. And we're talking about the power of small wins. And as I often do, this is based on research and an article that I'm going to share in the show notes that ties into a very relevant thing as we kick off the year. So getting kids off on the right foot for the school year in small yet significant ways matters so much. So we're going to talk a lot about that. We'll be exploring this concept of celebrating small wins in education Inspired by that article I wrote on the ASCD blog that made the top 10 reads of the entire year for ASCD. I was really proud of that. The insights I'll share shed some light on the power of acknowledging incremental achievements in structured strategic ways that can impact children more largely than the visible, maybe subtle, steady climb that we might see on a typical basis. That doesn't seem so obvious, but there's a lot of things happening behind the scenes that matter and how we handle that and point it in the right direction. So whether you're an educator, a parent, an administrator, or simply just interested in supporting students or children in some way, stay tuned for some valuable insights. In my article, I recounted a heartwarming story about a child named Jess, who of course is a pseudonym, but this child overcame language barriers and caught up with her peers' reading skills. Now think about a language barrier and reading skills. Literacy is the foundation of all learning, and when you're learning it as a second language, there are huge obstacles to overcome, and and it matters to do this in small sequential ways, which is why this topic is so relevant. Now, the celebration of her accomplishment emphasizes the importance of recognizing small milestones along the way to noticeable growth in the classroom and beyond. Small wins can have huge payoffs with the more relevant than ever urgent need for boosting students' confidence and motivation. Boy, do they need more help with this, don't they? Celebrating their achievements takes on an even greater significance in motivating them to build the skills of resilience critical to stepping through a past inevitable set of setbacks in their learning process. So let's explore more about the power of small wins. So there's a great deal of literature and discussion on celebrating small wins in the business world and in professional settings, but there's not a whole lot in the classroom. So what about the classroom? I mean, we do talk about goal setting, but we don't really talk so specifically about these micro milestones that I'm referring to. Now, until recently, little has been discussed about supporting students through something like small wins. So we really need to tune into this in a broader scale. The need to support our most disadvantaged students is even more significant. This brings to the discussion the concept of 
self-efficacy, believing in one's ability to succeed. How can we use this concept to empower students like my kid, Jess? So let's break down the goals. Let's consider how to practically apply the concept of celebrating small wins. Imagine a student facing a daunting task like writing a persuasive essay, breaking down the process into smaller steps, developing ideas, writing sentences, building paragraphs, making the end goal more attainable, more reachable. It's all about striking a fine balance between challenge and attainability, as discussed in Stephen Kotler's great book, The Rise of Superman. I'll talk a lot more about what Kotler contributes to the concept of small wins, a 4% goal, little steps forward to achieve an optimal state. But I want to give you one quick analogy that I often share when I present, and that is that if you see a long spiral staircase that winds up to the heavens and you can barely perceive what end point there is to that, that becomes a very challenging visual. And I liken this because if a student thinks about just taking 10 steps or the first flight that they can see, that's achievable. That's a small milestone. And then they take the next one. And then they take the next one, and eventually they get to that top of that stairwell. So I'm using a physical analogy of taking the stairs to tie it into this concept of not looking at this large end goal and saying, I give up, I can't do this. Instead, looking at these small steps. But more importantly, the piece that we often miss in education is celebrating those micro milestones. So Kyler explores a concept of something called flow states in extreme sports and performance. Now, he highlights the importance of striking this balance between challenge and attainability. And this balance requires engaging in tasks that are neither too easy nor too relative to one's skill level. Now, think about it. If it's too easy, it can get boring. When this equilibrium is achieved, individuals are more likely to experience flow, a state of heightened focus and creativity. He goes on to suggest that by seeking tasks that challenge their abilities without overwhelming them, people can consistently tap into flow states and optimize their performance. That's a really neat, sciencey, nifty thing to know about in terms of optimal achievement or peak performance, some of these things that you might hear in the lingo. Now, in the context of student success and finding the balance between challenge and attainability, like athletes and extreme sports enthusiasts, students can thrive when they engage in tasks that are just challenging enough to stimulate their intellect and motivation, yet not so difficult that they become overwhelmed. They start to see that at never-ending stairwell. So by engaging in learning experiences that match their current skill level while gradually pushing their boundaries, these small wins, students can enter a state of focused engagement and flow, leading to improved creativity, problem-solving, and overall academic success that grows exponentially. And that's where you start to see this really significant acceleration in achievement. People say, oh my God, that kid came so far. In the case of kids who do seize on small wins, uh, and there are kids who can do this internally, but we need to give this to kids who may not recognize this externally and then structured so that they can also have that bridge to excel. It's worth digging deeper into how the exponential curve uh, which appears subtle, becomes so remarkable with this concept I mentioned before called 4% wins. Now, imagine being in a state of total absorption. Everything else fades away, and your actions and awareness merge into a harmonious flow. We've all kind of accidentally hit on this 
in both our productivity and work and, and maybe in a game you were playing and just in terms of being super productive. And, and we know how great that feels as well, which is also a, a psychological lift. So that's what psychologist Chihak Misai calls flow. It's those moments when time seems to fly by and you're performing at your mental and physical best. But how do we consciously trigger this state? Well, like I said, let's dive further into Kotler's insights about this. And Kotler references that previous scientist quite a bit because he was really the pioneer of flow and achieving flow. But again, they didn't talk about it for kids. They just talked about it for like extreme athletes and super productive business people. We can apply this directly to kids and we need to. So Kotler emphasizes that constant challenge is key to achieving a state of flow, even when faced with the risk of failure pushing ourselves beyond our comfort zone is where we find that growth and we strike on that flow state. One fascinating observation Kotler shares is that high achievers embrace crisis and challenges as driving forces. Think about some of the great athletes. I always refer back to Tom Brady. I'm an Eagles fan. So I'm not a big Patriots fan, but I love the way that he always seems to find a way out of an impossible situation and, and get the victory. He's, of course, not retired, but boy, did he have some career and he used flow states and finding a way around an obstacle to just achieve excellence. This resonates with what top performers like Elon Musk and Richard Branson do and love them or hate them. They're highly successful people. They seek out challenges that are 4% greater than their current skills, but they never stop. That's the difference. This is resilience. They just keep pushing. And that's the thing we need to do. The way to engineer that with kids is celebrate those micro wins so they feel the motivation. So yes, the 4% rule, according to Kotler, the sweet spot for triggering flow is when the challenge is just about 4% greater than your existing skills. Now you might say, what is 4%? How do I measure that? And I don't think he's trying to say measure that. I think he's trying to say 4% is something we can see. It's that first 10 steps on the stairwell. It's a small gain after a small gain cumulatively. And we hear about things like the compound effect that creates this synergistic exponential acceleration of success. And that's where it starts and that's where it continues. This balance between boredom and anxiety is the flow channel. And that's where the magic really happens. It's where you're stretching yourself, but not snapping under the pressure. So by engaging in challenges that are slightly beyond our comfort zone that propel learners into that coveted state of flow, make students continually raise the bar and ensure that their challenges outpace their skills and therefore keeping them highly engaged and growing in this optimal, optimized kind of way. The challenge to skill ratio trigger is something that Kotler refers to, and it helps learners step into this 4% rule as a guiding principle to embrace challenges that ignite your flow. Now think about the kids who need this the most. We need to structure this for them. We can't just say, oh, there's this great thing called the 4% rule and the challenge to skills ratio trigger, and you should just apply it. It doesn't work that way with kids. We have to structure this set of steps, and every now and then they're going to stumble and they're going to go backwards a little bit. But every time they have a micro win, even if they went back three steps and came forward one, we have to seize on it and recognize it and show them and track it. So I'll get into that as well. Now, incorporating the concept of small increments of growth like the 4% leads to remarkable achievements. The power of small wins is evident in the journey to flow. Each challenge embraced, each step taken outside your comfort zone 
contributes to your growth and success. So let's consider some high-tech ways to increase efficiency in propelling students toward the benefits of small wins in classrooms. So let's think about using technology for that incremental progress, tools like generative AI resources that are all the rage right now, and gamification to facilitate incremental progress tracking. Platforms like ChatGPT and Kahoot, as examples of each, can present visible progress markers to students, making their goals just slightly outside their comfort zone. And yet, Kahoot has this ability to download a simple spreadsheet and show and chart that progress. Now, this approach encourages students to stretch their abilities and build on each small achievement. With the new tech and generative AI, you can even make that progress an interactive system of communication. Now that we have chatbots and we can continue to have an ongoing dialogue with them and prompt them in that way, it's really cool. We can actually show kids that they're having a virtual conversation that's showing that they're moving forward and being encouraged because we can prompt that chatbot to give that kind of encouragement. That's another objective way to do it too. A lot of times parents say, well, they don't listen to me, but they'll listen to other adults, right? (laughs) Maybe that's the same way sometimes for teachers and we just need a mechanized objective system to say to the kid, you're succeeding, look at what you did. So that's a really neat nifty kind of way to think about that. Now you can empower students through progress monitoring such as formative assessments, exit activities, and midpoint checks that become valuable tools for tracking progress and as significantly, this is where we tend to miss it, celebrating, seizing on those small wins, taking a moment to say, look what you did, both visually and verbally. Now imagine sharing a child's growth in a fun, engaging way, helping them visualize their academic progress like a stock market trend chart with that steady upward curve. I love to refer to this as that remarkably imperfect upward curve because it's sort of sloping a little bit up and down as it's trending upward, ultimately. Now the psychology behind it, let's talk about that. The framework lies in its simplicity and its psychological impact. Students like Jess become active participants in their own success. They feel empowered. They feel like they have power. By sharing data that reflects their progress, we inspire even the most reluctant of learners to strive for improvement. It's often surprising when the biggest doubters begin to see this change in their motivation and confidence. It doesn't happen overnight, and that steady climb alongside small wins that parallel that begin to accelerate in the right direction. Let's consider some challenges and opportunities, because this isn't just like a silver bullet, right? Like not, I never say that anything is an all or nothing. Now, as we emerge out of some challenging times, we continue to think about the kind of learning loss and mental wellness obstacles that have emerged from post-pandemic learning situations. We face both challenges and opportunities. The challenges lie in bridging gaps for the growing number of students with at-risk behaviors or barriers that they must overcome. The opportunity lies in us helping students like Jess build on their successes. Celebrating small wins lays the foundation for such an encouraging and possible future. So there you have it, a deep dive into the concept of celebrating small wins to kickstart the school year. And this, of course, is a way to galvanize a foundation, but we're also propelling this throughout the year. I'm just talking in a time-sensitive manner. Most of us have either just started school or we're getting ready to. And this is a great way 
wherever you are at the beginning of the school year to do this, whether you started school in August or you're starting in September. So think about that. By providing the infrastructure for students to experience confidence and motivation, we can help. Remember the impact that recognizing and honoring incremental achievements, charting it, using generative AI, Kahoot, other ways, and verbally celebrating them can have on a child's growth. Thanks so much for joining me today. And until next time, for this episode of Big Ideas and Small Windows, I'm Mike Gaskell, encouraging you to harness small wins to help students find their flow, achieve big, and unlock their potential, celebrating those micro moments. Until next time, keep chasing those challenges for next level success. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students? reliably meet tier one standards you can do it all but don't waste another minute head straight to ixl.com b to learn how ixl's research proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals that's ixl.com b e